0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic I wanna to dive into. Uh, so lately I've been going over, you know, uh, recomp laws, fat loss laws, building phase laws. So today I'm gonna to finish up this with... Uh, Maintenance phase laws. Um, before I get into that, I just want to go over a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, uh, if you could leave a five star rating and review on uh, anything that you listen uh, to this podcast on, that will obviously help more people find this this podcast. Um, so again, if it's been useful or helpful in any way, uh, please leave that uh, rating. Next, you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff H O E H N underscore, um, and that's where I'm most active. And uh, if you need to reach out to me with, with any questions or anything, you can send those over there. And then lastly, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. And with that, I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my strategic dieting and training methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. There's also at least one or two bottlenecks outside of the training and nutrition protocol that you know we, we look into and figure out that are keeping you from seeing the results you want to see. So if you are interested in this, uh, you can reach out on Instagram or you can find the link in the show notes and we can continue the conversation from there. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. And so, like I said a little bit ago, I want to finish up this kind of uh, these phases that I work in and uh, with clients. And, and today I want to finish up with a uh, maintenance phase. So like like we've talked about the last couple of weeks, we work in phases because your body adapts to what you are doing. And sometimes there are just certain phases of your life that call for different nutrition phases. I think the big takeaway here that I've given that I've you know explained the last couple of weeks is it's important to get away from always trying to diet for fat loss. And so in this in, in in this episode today, I'm going to go over maintenance phase laws. And there's a lot of flexibility in how I run a maintenance phase with clients. Um, so this one is probably the one that has like, that again, is the most flexible out of them. Um, and, and and I'll go over why that is. But a good maintenance phase, you know, maintains your current progress, but it also is pushing you forward because that's time you don't have to spend in the future making up for lost progress. And I think that's kind of the, a big misconception is people think maintenance, oh, I'm not going to be doing anything. Things are just going to stay the same. but you know, maintaining is progress. And there's also going to be things that we're going to look at in this maintenance phase that um, are going to help you move forward as well, too. All right. So let's let's first go over. See. So the main goal of being in a maintenance phase is to give your body a break from pushing your body weight up or down or pushing performance as well, too. Right. So. uh, This is a phase where we're not Basically, we're just trying to stay at homeostasis, right? And that's where your body's going to feel most comfortable. And I think it's a good idea for periods of time throughout the year to, you know, take these, take these phases where you're not pushing things. Um, And again, do you have to do it regularly? No, Um, but I do think, you know, for periods of time throughout the year, it's, it's a good idea to implement these, these phases, uh, at least for a little bit. And we'll, we'll talk about how long it needs to be and, and whatnot, but really the the goal is to give you a break mentally from everything. So. Just like we have the weekend from, from work, you know. I think a lot of times, you know, with fitness, it's like, it's one of those things where you're going to have to just always do it for the rest of your life, but how, how hard you push it, I think can go in phases. And sometimes it's just going to be nice to, to take a step back and not have to like really push one thing or the other, right. Whether that be performance or, or anything like that. And again, this can also be something where, you know, in a maintenance phase, you can push performance, but maybe we're just not moving body weight up or down. Right. Like, again, there's a lot of flexibility here with this in terms of how you want to set this particular phase up. And so, again, it's really up to the client in terms of how they they, they want to approach it. And it has the most flexibility in terms of, of what you're going to do during it. So it's most commonly used following a fat loss or building phase, right? So maybe this has been a period of time where we've had a long fat loss phase. You know, we'll, we'll reverse you back to your maintenance and then we'll, we'll sit at maintenance for a little while, right? And again, just give you a break from, again, if you've had that, you know, being in a diet for a long period of time is going to increase hunger. You're going to feel a little bit more fatigued and this is going to help with that. But same thing with building building phases too, you know, we could do a long building phase and maybe you're not necessarily ready to go straight into a cut, you can throw a maintenance phase in after that or you can throw maintenance phases in between uh it, you know, longer fat loss phases as well too, right? So um it can be a way to break them up uh or it can be done after a, a long phase of either one um but again that's it's again, up to the client in terms of where they're at. And, and obviously, you know, we have communication here um, throughout. So we're, you know, I'm able to get, I I keep a pulse on what's going on with the client, essentially. Uh, maybe you have a, a, a busy time uh, outside of fitness and and you can't necessarily push like you, like you normally could. You know, what would be some times, you know, maybe you have like a, uh, maybe it's like, you're finishing up school and it's just super busy. And it's like, Hey, I can't really be pushing all this food or I can't be dieting for fat loss. I can't be working out four or five times a week. So again, maybe we put you on maintenance. Maybe you're getting ready for a wedding, you know, a month out. Maybe you've already ran your uh, fat loss phase or whatever for your wedding. Maybe you just had a newborn child, right? I mean, that's going to be the perfect time there where it's like, Hey, we just need to back off of, pushing your body weight. Cause it's like, you're already going to be super stressed out. You're not going to be getting a lot of sleep. Um, so we really need to make sure that we're just maintaining what we have uh, as best as we can during that time. And just taking, you know, just taking a step back. Uh, and then any, you know, those are the probably the ones that, that come to mind, but any, any other time in your life where you just have a lot going on and, and, and it, and it makes sense for you to just back off a little bit. That's what we would use a maintenance phase for. And maybe you aren't super busy, but you just, you just want to, dial back for a period of time because maybe you've been doing this for five 10 years and it's just like, man, I just need just a period of time here where I, where I back off of it. Right. Um, so we can also use it for, for that as well too. So you know these would these would all be times. Uh, and, and as you can see already, I, I've already mentioned this, but as you can see, there's a lot of flexibility here with this. So I do want to I do want to make this this clarification. This phase is not to be confused with a reverse diet or maintenance level calories. Okay, I think people hear what's my maintenance, and then they automatically assume, oh, it's a maintenance phase. I'm not going to be making any progress or anything like that. Okay, so your maintenance level calories are not is it, don't confuse us with a maintenance phase. Um, they're 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 two separate things. You know, yes, you're gonna you're you're in a maintenance phase. Your calories will likely, I mean, pretty much. I don't see any reason what why they wouldn't be, but. Unless you're not tracking and you end up being in a deficit or a surplus. But if we are tracking, we're gonna make sure you're at your maintenance level of calories, okay? Um, however, just because you're at your maintenance level of calories does not mean you're in a maintenance phase. And a reverse diet is not a maintenance phase either. Reverse diet is a phase where, you know, we're slowly increasing calories to get you back to your maintenance. Once we get to your maintenance, then it's a maintenance phase, if that's what you want to do, or it can end up being a building phase, right? It just, again, depends what you want. However, for some clients who have pushed a calorie deficit for a long time, so this would be like before they work with me and, and, or are newer to training, can not see muscle growth at maintenance level calories. Uh, so again, if you've been in a deficit for a while or you're new to training, like you can be at maintenance level calories and still technically be like in a building phase or a recomp phase. It doesn't mean you're at maintenance. Right. I think a lot of people get confused with that and think, oh, maintenance level calories is maintenance. And again, that's not the case. But in this specific scenario where let's say you've been on your own, you've been pushing a diet or like just always restricting your calories for a long period of time. But now you're like, you know what? Hey, I want to build some muscle. Um, you know, you don't have to go straight into a surplus. You're, you you can go to your maintenance level calories and build muscle. Um, same thing if you're newer to training. You can be at maintenance or a small de- – well, you can be at maintenance and, and, and recomp, right? And so in, in, that, in those scenarios, I'm going to have you – I'm going to refer you back to the recomp phase laws because that's where you're going to want to be there with that. Um, maintenance phase is definitely the least used phase of them all right out of the fat loss building recomp And I think that, that really just comes down to one, I think people's perception of it, but two, you know, when somebody has a coach, they're typically wanting to push something, right. Whether that be performance or muscle, you know, building muscle, which those are going to go hand in hand, uh, or fat loss, right. Like very rarely will you see a client would be like, Oh, let's, I, I want to learn how to be in maintenance for the next two years. Right. Like they, they somebody, they, they want to, Improve things now, and again, saying that there's still going to be progress made in a in a maintenance phase. Um, Just it's going to be a little bit different than like pushing your body weight up or down or whatnot, and we'll go over that. But again, this is the least used phase out of them all, uh, no doubt. So let's dive into the laws. So the first law is maintenance is a range, not an exact number. Too often people think maintenance is an exact calorie amount or an exact scale weight number when really it's a range, right? So for example, in maintenance, your weight range could be something like 165 to 170. It could even be more than that. It just depends on where you're at. Uh, you know, we just want to see these, These we just want to avoid seeing trends up or down over time. So like what we don't want to see is we don't want to see this weight going down week over week over week. Uh, or, you know, over a one to two month span, we don't want to see it continue to trend down. Same thing with, with weight gain. We just don't want to see this like continuous build up over time. And if we do, you know, once you get past that 170 mark in this, in this, uh, specific example, that's, that's where it'd be, I we need to run an energy audit and see if we can make some changes or get you more adherent or something like that. Right. Um, now, if you start to go under 165 consistently, then it's like, hey, you're in a deficit. We need to bring those calories up again. Run an energy audit and see where we can increase calories. So again, it, it, maintenance is not this exact like precise number on the scale, right? It's going to be a range. So you need to account for that because I think too many people think it's a range and or it's it's an exact number, and then they they stress when it goes up a pound uh, from a previous week, then they're slashing their calories or whatever it may be, right? Um, and, and again, that's an overreaction at that point. Now, in terms of calories it's also going to be a range. Okay. It's not going to be this exact number. Like, you know, I think people want to find their maintenance level calories. And again, they're searching for this like perfect macro number. It's like, is it, you know, is my maintenance calories, 2,476 calories. It's like, okay, first of all, you're never going to be able to actually track that, that precisely your body's dynamic as well. So it's not going to stay the same every single day. So again, it's going to be a range. Um, there's going to be a range here of calories that are going to be your maintenance level calories. You know, for some people that range is going to be smaller for some people that range is going to be bigger. Um, it, it, it just depends, but it is going to be a range. So like, for example, on this one, you know, it could be anywhere from like 23 to 2600, uh, you know, somebody's like, well, 300 calories, that's a lot. But for some people that range is, is high. It, it can be as high as that, uh, and again, I, in, in this post, I make the example of rather than 2,346 calories per day. So we just want to be within that range. Um, so you can have some days that maybe are a little bit higher. Some days are a little bit lower. Um, so long as you're within that range and at the end of the week, your average caloric, your your average calories for the week is with, within this range. Um, and again, how do you find that? You know, it's, there's going to be some trial and error for sure on it. Uh, and, and again, this is where we'll monitor your body weight, biofeedback and see where things are out there with that. But just remember, maintenance is going to be a range and not an exact number. Next, you want to make sure there's no calorie deficit or calorie surplus. Uh, you don't want to have a deficit or surplus. How do you know you're going to monitor your body weight over time? So, like I talked about in that last example, you know, maybe your maintenance range is weight that you feel comfortable is, you know, 165 to 170. And it's like once you start to push past that consistently upwards, you're you're in a surplus, right? We gotta, we gotta go back down. Um, and then same is true for the deficit going under 165. It's like, okay, now you're in a deficit. We need to get this. We need to increase your calories a little bit here. But again, we're going to do that by monitoring your body weight over time. You know, you might have one week where maybe your average weight 167, then it's 166, then it's 167, then, you know, one... Low 160, 166, and then maybe high 160, like it's, and it goes back and forth, like you're still at maintenance, right? It's again, when we see those, those trends over time that it's, that it's trending up. Um, so we're just going to monitor that. Uh, and obviously, again, we're going to monitor your biofeedback as well too, and, and see where that's at. You know, we're going to be making sure, and, and this is a law that I have, you know, we're going to be making sure that biofeedback is in a good spot um, as well too. Next, we want to find a strategy that works for you. Uh, there's a lot of flexibility during a maintenance phase. The goal is to find strategies that work best for you during this time and lower your mental and physical fatigue. Okay, that's going to be the big thing here is, is finding strategies that will lower that. You know, maybe it's taking a break from tracking calories and focusing more on minimums per day or a more intuitive eating approach during this time. And again, this is where you can see like, hey, you know, maybe somebody has been tracking calories for two years. They've been doing fat loss, building phase, recon cycles. Now they're ready to just, hey, I need I need a month or two to, to take a break. You know, I think once we establish that maintenance, you can go and, and, and take a break from this. And again, this is where we'll track biofeedback and body weight and see where that's going, right? Let's say we take an intuitive eating approach and all of a sudden, you know, for this example of somebody wants to stay between 165 and 170, we start to see them, again, trend upwards past 170. It's like, hey, we need to rein things in here. Do we go back to tracking or do we just need to look at it? an energy audit and just see where you can potentially save up some calories. Um It can also be maybe dialing back how often you train or how many steps you get. So again, this could be maybe you, you normally train five times a week during this maintenance phase, we're going to drop you down to three to four times a week. Um, or maybe if you Normally get 10,000 steps, maybe you're dropping down to 8,000, right? So we're just, we're trying to find something that that works best for you and is going to lower your mental and physical fatigue, right? So we, obviously the physical fatigue is going to be the big thing, but even from the mental side, we want to make sure that we're uh, recovering there as well too. Um, But like I said, I do still push clients to monitor things like biofeedback and scale weight. um, You know, obviously if somebody wants to take a break from that for a month or two, they obviously can, but I'm always going to try to push for that. Cause I mean, that's, that's an easy thing to do, right? Hey, how do I feel? You know, and I just have to step on a scale, uh, you know, two, three times a week. I mean, that's a pretty easy thing to do. And you don't necessarily have to, uh, again, like, you know, whereas like tracking calories is something that, okay, that mentally can be fatiguing. Uh, the next one, the next law is going to be lift weights. So it's important you continue, continue to lift, to weight train at least one to two times per week. You know, for some people, maybe they do want it to stay up to four to six times per week. Uh, And in this case, you know, if you do want to lift four to six times per week, you may still see some muscle growth depending on where you're currently at, you know, things like muscle mass, uh, body fat, uh, training age, things like that. Um, So again, remember, there's a lot of flexibility in this phase. So see what you want slash need during this period of time. So again, if it's like, hey, you're having a child or a newborn, maybe you are not training four times a week. Maybe we're going to drop it down to one to two times per week. But, you know, again, that's going to be enough to maintain your muscle for for a period of time. Uh, but we, we do want to make sure we continue to lift weights during this period of time. If you can, right, there's going to be, again, certain situations where maybe you can't and that's fine, but ideally, you know, I'm going, I'm going to push, continue to continue to lifting weights. And again, maybe it's like you you usually do it four to five times a week for an hour and a half. Instead, maybe it's 45 minutes or 30 to 45 minutes, one to two times per week. Again, up to you in terms of what you want to do there. Next, we need to make sure we're still staying active. I mean, this is just going to be something that we need to do for our overall health uh, anyways. Um, But, you know, we can dial it back, but we still want to make sure we can dial it back in terms of your activity levels from like what you're doing in fat loss, muscle gain, or recomp, but it's important to still maintain a moderate level of physical activity. I would really do anything in your power to make sure that doesn't fall below 6,000 regularly. Regularly, So make sure your average is still at 6,000 for the week. Uh, in terms of steps, I think once you once you fall under that 6,000 mark, that's where you start to see, um, you know, a increased risk of, of, you know, diseases and, and any other, you know, health uh, issues that you may have uh, as well, too. So we definitely want to make sure that we're, you know, not falling too low uh, below that uh, 6,000 uh, step threshold. So you can be in it as long as you want uh, there. So this is the next log. You can be in it as long as you want. There's no time frame for maintenance. It can be as long as short as you want. Uh, So if you want to do it for two to three weeks, you can do that. If you want to do it for six months, you can do that. If you want to do it for two years, you can do that. The only exception is in between fat loss phases. Okay. So ideally, and again, these aren't hard rules, but the exception would be in between fat loss phases. So ideally you would spend about one third to one half the amount of time at maintenance compared to what you did in a fat loss phase. So, you know, if you did eight weeks, let's say you get 12 weeks in a fat loss phase, you would at least want to spend at the minimum four weeks at maintenance, right? You could do up to six weeks or more, but you would at least want to spend about four weeks there at, at, at maintenance uh, in this, in this maintenance phase. And so here's, here's kind of a goal of it, right? Another law is we want to see improved biofeedback. So during this period of time, we want to see improvements in things like overall stress load. So, you know, what we want to make sure you're not like you're recovering from everything that you're doing. So like, we want to make sure you're not in a highly stressed state. So again, do we do we do we dial back on again getting you to maintenance? Because again, that's not going to be stressful on the body. Whereas like a, a sm- even a small surplus can be stressful over time. A deficit's going to be stressful to the body over time. Is it the training load? You know, we dial that back. Again, that's going to lower your, your stress levels. Um so so again, we would, we want to manage that overall stress load and, and see where that's at there. Uh next, you know, we want to see an improvement in like digestion/slash gut health. So again, maybe you're somebody that's you've been in a deficit for a while, you know, maybe your uh, digestion isn't as great, right? It's a little bit slower, um, or maybe you're, you're feeling super bloated, or again, maybe you've been gaining and, and you feel bloated, um, your stomach doesn't feel as great. You know, again, during this maintenance phase, we want to see an improvement in that. Libido, right? Uh, I think you're gaining weight. You know, once you get to a point where you're like overweight, which, you know, if you have a coach, ideally they would never get to that point if you're monitoring things with them. Um, So that the libido is not an issue there, but like if you're in a fat loss phase and you get lean enough and and the deficit's large enough, you can't see drop in libido. So we want to pay attention to that. You know, we want to see an improvement in that same thing with hunger, whether this be maybe you've been pushing a building phase for a while, a surplus and hunger is maybe super low. You get back to maintenance. You start to see that hunger come back up a little bit. Um, Also, on the opposite end. Right. I mean, everybody. You know, you've heard me talk about, about being in fat loss phase, a calorie deficit, and how that's gonna increase hunger. Again, in this phase, we would like to see that hunger drop um and you know get get back to normal levels. Sleep, you know, we want to make sure sleep's in a good spot. Now, again, there's gonna be certain cases where, you know, newborn sleep's probably not gonna be great. Um, at that point, you know, we're gonna be trying to manage things like your stress load, digestion, gut health as best as we can, right? So again, we're gonna try to depending on what where you're at, and this is where a lot of the flexibility comes in, it's like, you, you need to figure out ways to to manage these things and, and see an improvement here with this, right? Because like I said, in the in the example of a, of a newborn child, it's like, you're not going to, your sleep's going to be crap uh, unless you're lucky. I'm sitting here talking like I've had a kid before, but just from what I've heard, um, I'm just mentally preparing myself for whenever that time comes. But again, you're going to, you know like I said at that point, then we're gonna like be dropping training. We're not we're not gonna be pushing training during that time when sleep's super low. So that's where it's super poor. So that's where again ma- managing your overall stress load is gonna be uh, important there. So those are the laws. Um, again, a maintenance phase is, is super flexible, least used, but it, it can be something that you know I think is really helpful. Like like the opposite, what what typically happens here is, you know, people will push building phases or fat loss phases hard, and then they just don't do anything. and They don't track anything. That's where, you know, people end up having to like, basically they cycle through the same five to 15 pounds, their look never gets any better. And so these can be kind of that bridge in between, uh, there to help you, uh, you know, not, not have to redo what you gained and then lost and and over and over again. So as you can see, even though it's called a quote unquote maintenance phase, we still are looking to improve things, whether that's decreasing your physical or mental fatigue, improving biofeedback, um, again, potentially, you know, still building some muscle, but maintaining your current progress is also pushing you forward because that's time you don't have to spend in the future, making up for lost progress. So uh, that's it on the maintenance phase. Um, You know, let me know if you guys have any questions on this topic. Um, that wraps up this series of different nutrition phases and what we do. Um, if you want to see building fat loss or recomp, just look back at the previous episodes and that is in there, but that's it for now. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at jeffh91 underscore or visit jHhealth.net. See you next time.